Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Torrid, Lola, and Audible. All amazing companies with amazing products that I will tell you about later. But get involved. How you guys doing? I am feeling good. I just finished recording my other podcast, Screwed Up Stories, at our radio uh, radio recording studio. Well, it's Westwood One Radio in uh, Culver City. It was a blast. You guys got to check that podcast out. I, uh, I dropped it in my feed so you could hear the trailer for it, but it's called Screwed Up Stories. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places podcasts are listened to. But it's, it's really funny. I mean, basically, me and my co-host, uh, Christine Blackburn, we have guests on um, who come on and they tell a true 10-minute screwed-up story that, you know, most everyone can relate to. I mean, some of them are, you know, more more personal, but they're usually, they're very funny. And you, yeah, like I said, you can usually relate to them like, oh, shit, yeah, I dated someone that bad. Or, yeah, I screwed up in that way. It's just a fun, light show. So check it out, guys. Um, yeah, I'm also heading to an audition after this. Everything is good today. Very excited about this audition, too. I... I went over the sides, which uh, if you don't know, that's like what they call like the script that you're reading in the audition. I went over the sides at my uh, acting class yesterday, and I feel really good about it. I feel like the character is very similar to me, which is helpful, you know. It's fun to stay in the range of you. Well, it's also funny to br- fun to branch out, but I'm really excited about that. And uh, yeah, I had a great time in Chicago and Nashville. I got so lucky with the Chicago weather. Honestly, I mean, it was cold, but it was fine. I mean, it was no colder than when I went to Oregon um, over New Year's. It was it was perfectly pleasant. I mean, so lucky. And everyone was so awesome in both Chicago and Nashville. I mean, the crowds were great. I loved meeting everyone. And it was such a good turnout, especially Chicago, the Monday and a Tuesday after the Super Bowl. And in Nashville, it also happened to be like pouring pouring down rain where we got those alerts on our phones um that sound like an amber alert but they're like a national safety alert buzz foghorn i don't know um (laughs) we were getting those on our phone that there might be flash floods but people still came out and it was so freaking fun i just love what i do i'm really grateful for it i know sometimes i you know it's crazy when you when you realize that you're doing exactly what you planned to and wanted to and dreamed and set out to do. It's like every time I get like either down on myself or just like, oh, I should be doing more or I'm not there yet or, you know, I really I really never compare myself to other people. That's something I'm very good at. I stay in my own lane. Um, but I'm hard, very hard on myself and very much like, you know, oh. it's like I'm, I'm someone a lot of the time where it's like I have to remind myself to step back and be like, this is really cool. And actually, when I was in Chicago, the first night I was there, I met up with Natasha Pearl Hansen, who was doing the shows with me, and um, uh, her friend, whom I met before, too, he's a, he's a comedian as well, um, named Joe, and uh, we were just kind of talking about how it's so easy to kind of just, like, take where you're at for granted, or, you know, just just not settle into the moment of, like, wow, that was really cool that I did that. And a lot of times what I do is I'm like, well, that was awesome. Okay, what's next? And I should be doing more. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, I should, I should, I should have won an Oscar by now. You know, just crazy stuff. We were talking about that, and Joe said something really cool. He said, he said, think about, like, 18-year-old Rachel. Did 18-year-old Rachel ever think 
that she'd be headlining a comedy club in Chicago. Granted, I, th- I thought I would do great things, but like, but still to put in that perspective of like, did 18 year old me really think I'd be a headlining comic on the road? Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And we should all remember to do that. Every little win, like, you know, even if you're, um, you know, as well, being a parent's got to be the hardest job in the world. But as a parent, if every time you think like, oh, I could be screwing up or, or whatever, like, if you really like think about like, if you if your kid is one of those kids, it's nice to other kids at school and helps them out. Or if your kid's polite to adults, like you're doing a fantastic job. Like you gotta stop and think about that instead of think about like, oh, like my kid stuck a Cheerio up his nose. You know, we all do that. Who hasn't put a Cheerio up their nose? Well, who hasn't crushed up a Cheerio and snorted it? That's a joke. I've never snorted anything. Um, but yeah, it's like it's just. It's hard, it's, or it's easy to forget to pat yourself on the back. And I think it's important to do that, you know? Very, very, very important. So I had a blast. I'd love to go back to Chicago and Nashville again soon. And again, thank you guys so much. And other upcoming shows I have, I am at, well, I'm at the Hollywood Improv tonight, but this podcast won't be out by then. So I just said that for fun. Um, I'm at the Hollywood Laugh Factory on February 19th uh, for the Pretty Funny Women show. Get your tickets to Hollywood Laugh Factory. I am also so excited. The day afterwards, I will be at the Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona with my good friend Jill Kimmel. And we're going to be both doing stand-up and then we're going to do a live podcast where VIP ticket holders can have the chance to podcast with us on stage. We'll also do, you know, meet and greet afterwards and we'll probably open it up for some questions for the audience. It's going to be a blast. Get your tickets at Tempe Improv or at rachelobriancomedy.com. That's February 20th in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, I, um, I brought Chincharonis to, uh, to a Grammy party at a hotel the other day. Not on purpose. It's not jumped down my throat, you know. I'm classier than that. But who doesn't love a little pork rinds? <laughs> so here's what happened. So my friend Sabrina, who did the, um, one of the shows with me in Nashville, uh, she flew back with me and, uh, we actually got to bring her, which was really cool. So Screwed Up Story is my other podcast. We had a booth at the Westwood One Radio Row for the Grammys at Staples Center. So a couple days before the Grammys, me and Christine and like maybe 20 other podcasts and radio stations, we got to set up a booth and we got to interview a ton of artists um, who came through with some legends like George Clinton and Ray Parker Jr. And then uh, Sophie Tucker. Um, gosh, it's hard to remember all the names now, but really interesting people. So we got to interview them. That was cool um, for Screwed Up Stories. And my friend Sabrina was there with me. And then that night, she wanted to go out. Um, but I wasn't, I didn't want to drink because I had this audition today. It was like five, five or six days later. But I just thought like, I don't want to drink for several days because I want to look like good for this audition and be clear and all that. And so I was like, cool, we'll go out for a drink, um, but f- but I want to go home early and eat pork rinds because <laughs> it's keto-friendly. Listen, I've never really eaten pork rinds before until the keto diet, which is, by the way, this is why this diet probably doesn't work. Like, who the f-, f eats pork rinds? But whatever, I was like, okay, we'll stop at 7-Eleven, we'll get some pork rinds, because that was on the way home from where we were. We'll get some pork rinds, so then I, after we, I take you to Sunset Marquee Hotel for a drink and some people watching because it's Grammys. Then, um, you know, then we can go back to my house and watch a movie and I can set pork rinds on my stomach and shovel them into my mouth like a good classy American. And, um, so I thought it was really funny. So 
were purchasing the pork rinds at 7-Eleven. And then I also purchased two lottery tickets, like scratch them tickets. And the guy behind us in line just could not get over the fact that that was like the strangest pur- purchase he'd ever seen for a Friday night. He was like, yo, I can't wait. Like, only he would he didn't say yo, actually. He was just like, I cannot wait to tell people at work tomorrow what I like what I just saw, like two cute chicks like purchasing at 7-Eleven. I was like, well, get on board, baby. It is worse than this if you really knew me. And so we're walking from 7-Eleven to Sunset Marquee and I have the bag full of pork rinds. I Let's just call it three to four bags in there. I don't know. Don't judge. And the lottery tickets. And I took an Insta story of it and then I tagged Sunset Marquee in it. Just like not many people go into one of the fanciest hotels in LA. Also the Rock and Roll Hotel where all the Grammy artists probably are staying, you know, just toting around a bag of pork rinds <laughs> that I was going to eat later. Uh, Sunset Marquee had nothing else on their Insta story that night. And by the way, their Instagram is filled with like cool rock photos or celebrities there, just like cool shots of their bungalows or their restaurant or whatever. Um, And they reposted it for all the world to see, (laughs) tagged me in it. And I was like, oh my God, I am so embarrassing. Like Sunset Sunset Marquee has all cool curated posts. And then it's just like Rachel and her pork rinds and her scratch them tickets. So embarrassing. But I really wasn't that embarrassed. Yeah, and we end up with like half crashing a Grammy party, which I, I talk about on the podcast with um with Kristen. So you'll hear about that then. Uh, anything else I wanna shout out to? Oh, okay, so I gave you the, the most the really soon shows? That's not how do I say that? Jesus, go back to college rage. Uh the really near upcoming shows. Um but I also have, you know, a bunch in between, but then I have but the out of town ones I have uh, March 24th, I'll be at Laugh Boston again in Boston. I loved performing in Boston last year, kind of around the same time. So I'll be back. Super excited about that. And then Natasha and I are planning a Europe tour, and it's already pretty much booked. We're going to be in Scotland. And I'll give you the dates for that soon. We're going to be in Scotland, London, Amsterdam, Berlin, we think, and perhaps more. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be in April. All right. Now for the podcast. I have one of my best friends on the podcast. You guys might call her crazy Kristen from Vanderpump Rules, but her crazy is why I love her. She's one of my best friends in the whole world. She's doing cool things with her life with her t-shirt line, James May, her website, Veggieholic, and her new wine line with Stassi and Katie, which is a WeHo. And she's here to just chat about the last episode of Vanderpump Rules where she ate a flower and uh, got a little drunk and... uh, and then to kind of prepare us for the next episode where she falls over a table. Look, these aren't great moments, but she's willing to, you know, it's whatever. It's, it's a mistake, and, and she's funny about it, and she knows it, and she's, I don't know. I just love Kristen so much, and uh, you guys are going to get to know her better on this podcast. So without further ado, one of my best friends, Kristen Doty. Oh, hello, Kristen. Hi. It is. I'm so happy to be sitting here not drinking Merlot with you. Because <laughs> as you said on the episode I just watched, Merlot is the basic bitch of wine. You know, except for it's actually not. Like No, it's really not. Like I would say basic bitch wine is rosé. I think that's like the most basic bitch wine. Or just like table wine. Yeah. Well, no, that's just cheap wine. 
Yeah, that's fair. But that's you just, know what? That's just the wine I get. I'm, that's poor people wine, and that's what I'm into. Right. If I I'm, may, I'm into an under five dollar. If I may vintage. defend myself, the wine that is in front of me right now says basic witch Pinot Grigio. So yes. It was actually a compliment. It was a compliment when I said that to the sommelier. Yeah, (laughs) I think, yeah, you just, your execution wasn't right, you know? What you wanted to say is, hey, I'm coming out with a wine that's basic bitch. So now I'm comp. But again, it's not like he made the wine. Yeah, my delivery is not always like spot on. It's just, that's something I'm learning about myself. It was bad timing, you know? You're not a canned person. You fly by the seat of your pants. You're a free bird. I'm a free bird. (laughs) Can't be held down. Everyone just accept me for who I am. Uh, I do I my know, best. I know that you, you've mentioned to me before that you have like a bit of a complex about how much we make fun of you. And I feel bad about that, but <laughs> she's choking on her basic bitch I'm wine. on my basic witch wine. It's karma. Oh yeah, basic witch. Sorry. I think that's why, no, I was about to say as I took a giant swig of that, I think that's why I'm like sinking into your floor, like in the middle of your sectional because I'm getting embarrassed. No, but do but you, I don't want to be does embarrassed it actually anymore. hurt your feelings when we tease you? Sometimes if I'm being sensitive that day. Yeah. I mean, I laugh at myself. I probably made up most of the, excuse me, the nicknames mm-hmm. that we call me when I'm being. Did you make up Crazy Kristen? I sure did not. Oh, I was <laughs> like, is it crazy with a K? Like but crazy just, glue? Like, you know, being like lanky and like awkward and flaily and erratic or whatever the Mm -hmm. other wonderful things that everyone says about me they don't really bother me most of the time but if I'm very sensitive that day then I'm like can everyone just like appreciate my qualities just adore me honestly it's it like it's half the reason why I love you though like I I think I find it very endearing it's yes you're easy to tease in that way (laughs) because but at least we're not like for me, like my memories of when you've like freaked out, they're hilarious to me now. Except for maybe Copenhagen, that I actually thought you were gonna stab us. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't my favorite. No joke, and we no joke, and we were laying in the bed. I just remember you're still coughing. I'm gonna pause it until you're done. Okay, she's over her coughing attack. So no, there was an actual moment when we were laying in bed in Copenhagen because you know Katie had to come and sleep in Stassi and I's like conjoined two twin beds. So like Katie's like laying in the middle of like a crack in the center. And there was a small part of me when you kept coming into the room to scream at us. I was like, there's a knife. It was like on a magnet on the wall. I was like, what if she grabs that knife and just stabs us? That would never happen. I know. I know. I know. Of course I know that. Stassi might have stabbed me. Yeah. Perhaps. She's, well, it's just, I mean, we're all, we all, we're all capable of anything at certain points in our life, I'm sure. Who knows? I am not capable of anything but kindness. Yeah. I'm yeah sure that's how I feel <laughs> you well you're ne- so you're in your freakouts. I would say for sure that you're never like I'm never like mean you're more just having your own meltdown yes and then I uh, don't like take it out and then on reacting to and, us like, saying like like mean names or like deep dig deep or like I'm never I'm can, seriously can you imagine like I think maybe under five times have I ever been like mean or said like a mean thing to a friend yeah. like I've texted Katie like fuck off Katie when I've had enough yeah. and then 20 minutes later I've been like I'm really sorry that I said that I shouldn't have never talked to you like that that was really rude of me yeah no you're not <laughs> you're not mean conscious. you're just you're just it's just your own thing so well okay so we've cleared up it does occasionally hurt your feelings that was like the third time I paused it because she was coughing and now I forgot what I was saying but so we've established that it does occasionally hurt your feelings and I'm sorry for that you know but it's it's all out of love yeah, I think you're 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 like one of my only best friends. Maybe you and Brittany who are like, we appreciate. Yeah, it's the who you Kristen are. things about you. I, 
listen, I like it. I've been I've been through it with you for like eleven years now. Almost twelve. You know, we had a. Has it been almost twelve? Don't tell me that's been that long. I met you like May of twenty two thousand seven. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. No, oh. I moved here July of two thousand seven. I moved here January of two thousand seven. No, you must have moved here July twentieth two thousand seven. Oh my god! And I, I met you before that. Oh wow! Before Holy I even crap. moved here, when okay. we wow. did Time those really wonderful flies. modeling jobs together. How you, How was I ever a model? I'm not particularly thin, and uh, I'm five five. Yeah, but you were a great fit model for denim. You know what's so crazy? Hmm. Just to like, while we're on this quick topic, yeah, and we're of, gonna go back to that modeling, episode, but we will. Sorry, um, is that like I've been talking? So with James May, just real mm-hmm. quick. So we've been talking a lot about like project and in whatever in Vegas yeah different fashion trade shows right yeah because they're happening basically like this past week yeah and we're talking about like the next one coming up like we should go for James May whether we have a booth or not we just need to walk around meet some people and I'm like oh my god I haven't been to a fashion trade show since I was a damn model with Rachel yeah it's literally how Vanderpump where we met Jax where we met Jax and now I'm going to be going as like a brand rather than as the model that stands there and tries on jeans and gets naked in front of people and gets basically. naked in front of people how oh, crazy what is a that weird job. yeah that is really crazy well I you mean have to I come guess with it's me. been 12 years I, I definitely will that would be that's just, so weird you well you've evolved you're an adult now you know we were little kids I'm trying Oh, my God. Okay, so back to the episode. Yeah, speaking of me being an adult. <laughs> yeah, speaking of me being responsible. I was on time going to the private jet. I don't know if I call it private jet or PJ. All of it makes me uncomfy. Um, so you proceed in the episode to, you know, I'm sure everyone got drunk, but the way they did the camera where it's just literally like a shot of Kristen, like taking a glass of wine, another glass of wine, another glass of wine, and you proceed to eat a flower, which I found hilarious, frankly. But it's not that far off of who I am. I yeah, think, you eat. I remember you. Oh, I eat the or- like the little orchids or whatever they're called, like at, at uh, Villa Blanca. Yeah, pump like they're a garnish. It's they're not, edible. I eat them. It's not. It's not really out of out of character for you. Thank you. And frankly, it was pretty funny. And I love that you just like walked up to the sommelier as if he was like, is the word botanist? I don't know what the term is. <laughs> to be like, is this a lavender? Like he was, and he looked so puzzled. Like what? <laughs> I mean, he works there. He has to look at this every single day. He I has would, to look at the flowers outside? Yeah, they're all over solving. I mean, like the, I am, all of the streets are just lined with them. Look at all the flowers in my courtyard. If someone asked me what one of them was, I'd have no idea. Just because I, cause I think visually look at them. question. Okay. <laughs> if anyone was going to know the answer, it was probably going to be him. Probably. Or perhaps a gardener. Perhaps. Maybe. I didn't Maybe. see one. So funny. You were just curious if it was poisonous. That's what it was. Everyone started convincing me that it could be. But I was yeah. like, look, people forage, right? Mm-hmm. They do it all the time. They for- people, people, people go like, in, in general. People go into like, like a planter. Into a field. Well, maybe not a planter. You went into a planter. But into a field where you literally don't know what things are. And they just, you know, figure it out. If you're stuck in the wild, if you're on that episode yeah. of like, I shouldn't be alive. And poisonous you- plants available for animals to eat. I was fine. You, I mean, clearly you were fine. I'm sure I've eaten much worse. I used to hate shopping for jeans, and sometimes I still do. And I know a lot of my friends and family members feel the same way because when you're on the curvier side, it's hard to find clothes that fit you right. And I know I'm not technically on the curvier side as much anymore, but I used to be, and I have been many times in my life. I go up and down. And 
it's hard to find clothes that fit, but Torrid is a fashion brand for women who wear sizes 10 to 30. From jeans to intimates to cute dresses and tops, Torrid is focused on designs and styles that are fit to perfection for your body. All of their pieces are wear tested on real curvy women with diverse shapes and sizes because we are all diverse in shape and size. Real fit can be life changing because one size does not fit all. They have inclusive sizing for curvy women and it isn't a trend at Torrid. It's who they are and what they've been doing for years. So experience Torrid for yourself and find out what makes Torrid first at fit. And total side note, they have adorable accessories. I have bought, I've purchased probably six packs of those earrings where you get like a bunch of them on the thing. Super cute. And I have an offer for my listeners. You guys got to try Torrid out. Right now, just for my listeners, you can go to Torrid.com and use promo code BEHERE15 for $15 off every $50 you spend. That's a huge discount. That means you can get up to $150 off a $500 order. That's Torrid.com and enter promo code BEHERE15 for $15 off every $50 you spend. Torrid.com, promo code BEHERE15. Ha- so... So watching that back is it is it hard to watch? Well, you told me that your face was purple when we were watching it. Yeah, I got. I'm. It takes a lot to embarrass me. Mm-hmm. I've been through the ringer, and I was like, I'm pretty. I'm pretty more mortified like right now. I am. You shouldn't be. I'm like itching. I I'm actually sweating, was laughing. I'm I wasn't. I wasn't like. Words. I wasn't like. Oh, Kristen. I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, what was? What would you say your most embarrassing moment on the show is? Oh, I mean. <laughs> I'm just dragging you through the ringer. Where do I start? Because now I'm just curious. I mean, embarrassing. Like, where like did you? Obvious, uh, embarrassing, like, of my character and of my choices is different than, like, stupid embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know? What I was, like, the like, hardest episode for you to watch, maybe? Uh, Season two. Mm-hmm. Is that the, the backslap, the mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Just anything, anything. That whole season. That See? whole season can go away. Now, let me just flip it on its head. <laughs> it really can't get worse for you from then. So... Listen, you eating a flower is nothing. It's a different kind of embarrassment. Yeah. It's a very different kind of like, like I'm not like soul searching when I'm watching this episode, like yeah. that I think I'm a bad person or I'm like, I have a character flaw or my morals and ethics are just totally of off. Not. Yeah. But I'm like, can everyone just stop fucking picking on me? Like I was just being drunk and stupid and I had a lot on my mind. So yeah. damn it. What was on your mind? Well, a lot of, you know, Carter stuff, which we kind of saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as the f- next week's episode <laughs> will air, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of DJ James Kennedy, like, past rage. Mm-hmm. So we got to get over that guy. Yeah, we do. You know? Well, it's like, I, I even talk about him anymore. I, think, I feel like, you know, we have to sort of at least acknowledge it yeah. because it's present. Acknowledge hi- him? It, it? Just, just him being in the episode and the yeah. way that I will react to next week's episode. and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, things are on the preview, and mm-hmm. so I have to. I could. I could sit here and be like, James Hill, mm-hmm. who's that? Mm-hmm. Like, but you know, I have to acknowledge it. It happened, but I'm glad that it's fucking over. Yeah, and that I don't feel the same way. Yeah, that I, I felt. F- I feel like you're kind of over caring about what he does, or what you, like. Yeah, I'm bored with it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you never talk about him anymore. I don't think you care. Yeah, I don't. Unless, obviously, if I'm doing press or something because it's... I don't want to be that person when I'm doing press or podcasts or Mm -hmm. something like that about the show when they bring it up because it is airing. So Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to do my job and and give respect to the editors and the crew that shot this show. And Mm -hmm. they... This is what happened then, so I'm going to talk about it the way that it happened then and the way I feel about it. But 
as far as like now, now in February, mm-hmm. like I'm just so over, I'm just so bored of it. I think that that's what's good about you though, is you don't really, you don't backtrack. You don't pretend like, oh, like that was totally misconstrued. Like the producers like edited it or the editors like made it seem weird. You're just kind of like, yep, that's what happened. God, that would be wonderful. I wish I could just be like, oh God, really? That is so not how it happened. A lot of people do like, do nope, that. They try to happened. deny it or they say it was like, oh, I... You know, like you're kind of like, well, I got drunk. It's yeah. not like in next week's well, episode. I'm like, I was you know on what really antibiotics happened? and Katie pushed me. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, that... tripped me. I wish. Well, well it's, we're going back to your lankiness. It's, it's hard for you to maintain those little Bambi legs. It is. It's it can be difficult at times. <laughs> I just I think I think that I'm a very smart girl and my brain moves a little too quickly for the rest of my body to keep up with sometimes. There you go. So I just need to slow down. I say that about my speech impediment because I speak too fast. I think it's because my brain is just But you're going very articulate. Quick. Your diction uh, is like spot on. I've really know? had to work on it. When I was a little kid, they told my mom I had a speech impediment or I needed to go to speech therapy. And she was like, no, she's fine. Aww. And then like years later, it, everyone was like, what are you saying? You're like mumbling all your words together. Like I have to really work on Did you start on working it. on it for acting or like really when you started doing comedy? Both, I, I didn't like stab myself in the eye. I didn't like intention. I didn't like go to a class or anything. But probably you just became more aware. Probably doing stand up, I had to learn how to. And when I first started doing stand up, I did still mumble a little bit. And I have to do like little vocal warm ups sort of beforehand, and just remember to breathe and pause. It's like before any audition. But yeah. Very fucking different because it's a lot harder. Because I will say, I, I feel that I was the most well spoken, and like chill that I've ever been in my life when you were like teaching me sort of like helping me write sketch or just like perform it for fun and Mm -hmm. and kind of just work on I feel like it was such a good like in hindsight not that I was ever going to do comedy but it was such a good tool for press for Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. for life yeah maybe I need to get back into that yeah you were actually very good I thought I thought you did a very good job very good job I just especially your open they didn't air our show at all. I mean, I'm embarrassed with every single time they've aired our comedy or my, well, I guess my comedy, whatever. I'm like... Your comedy. <laughs> well, I mean, technically I'm the one that got you into it. Um, I'm like, why the fuck did I let them even air? Like, it's like, you don't air a snippet of a joke and it's not going to be great. And, yeah. you know, the sketches, you know, to be perfectly honest, we really only started doing sketches so we could involve mm-hmm. you, know, you and then we could do it as a thing. Yeah. And like... And I, I wanted like an outlet to do something and acting just wasn't, unless I, I basically gave up on acting when I started Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to. I made that choice because I didn't think that I would ever be taken seriously. And so I was like dying for like something creative to do. Yeah. And because you were already obviously doing comedy for such a long time and we were best friends and you were on the show more often, it was like, well, this is great. Why don't, why don't I jump in and, and do something fun with you guys so it can be like a part of mm-hmm our story and it was really fun to create and that's probably what you miss about it we could we could still do this yeah it's like I don't even care about the like performance part of it Mm -hmm. but just the creating part and the even just the practicing was so much fun Mm -hmm. yeah my my brain and like my like mental health feel way better when I'm creating something totally like I, I don't feel good when I'm like not being creative like something feels very off that's a yeah that's an excellent point yeah but you're being creative with your t-shirt line that's that's definitely a huge form of creativity yes yeah the graphic design of it is really really fun it's just like almost like the performance part like I almost met or, or just mm-hmm. the the writing process like that kind of that actually it's not the performance I mean, we part can still I miss. do it I don't miss the performance really part did you get all. really nervous beforehand 
Do you not remember really like my birthday remember. show when I made Earl Skakel's shout out um, go on first and he was our headliner because I was like having a full on meltdown. Oh yeah, I do remember. Was that the one we did at Hotel Cafe? Yeah, that was the one was that basically I think sold was out. Like the best one. Yeah, that one was really really good. Because we got to be very honest too. I think that's something we're going on a comedy tangent now, but yeah. it's your podcast. It doesn't so really matter. It's great. Yeah. But we can talk think, about whatever we want here. Yeah. So it's a safe space. You're like anything to not talk about that episode. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. I'm, I'm just like, you're like, you know what? Here's the thing Rachel about my so t-shirts. <laughs> I'm like, we're going back to that episode. But what I think, and, and I don't care that I'm being like what people don't know or what people didn't see was that what was really difficult for me and I think made it difficult on you girls when we were doing comedy, mm-hmm. when I was a part of that, is that whenever we wanted to do it on the show, we can't talk about the show. We can't break the fourth wall that I'm on of mm-hmm. Pump Rules. We can't make really f- make fun of like my, my castmates or what we do for a living mm-hmm. on as far as the show is concerned on the show. Absolutely. So I remember... After we did the Hotel Cafe show. Because we had written your monologue. Based on the fact that I'm on Vanderpump Rules. Exactly. It was like a Saturday Night Live sort of like opening mm-hmm. where I was, because you know, every time anyone's on Saturday Night Live, they're like, this is who I am. This is what exactly. I do. This is the project I have coming up. Mm-hmm. And I just made fun of myself being on Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. It was being really crazy, funny. Kristen. It was really funny. Who I dated, you know, Jax, James, and Tom, and just mm-hmm. all the things that all the fans love to make fun of me about, mm-hmm. I made fun of myself. But then when we filmed it for Vanderpump Rules, they're like, oh. We had to completely rewrite it, basically. Completely rewrite it. I don't even and really just remember how, we, how exactly we changed it. We was just it, mostly rewrote it. Completely. Yeah, completely. <laughs> was it probably more about, I, do, I honestly don't remember. Do you have it somewhere? I'm sure I do. Wait, I'll can we find it? it? Yeah. Hold on. We're going to find it and read it to you. The whole thing, because it never, the whole thing didn't air. Yeah. Okay, so we found Kristen's original first Saturday Saturday Night Live-esque monologue that we did on her birthday show. And I'm asking you to read it as if you were performing it. This is three years ago, almost to the date. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be boring for my listeners. And if it is, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm more sorry. I'm going to read all the other parts. Yeah, do you want to explain? We a, so we have like Katie interject. Um, and Basically, then every, like all of our friends like Katie Jacks, like Stasek, everyone came to the show. Love you guys for supporting us. Mostly me. Cause you, you know, Rachel's the best Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just making me feel better about myself. But they were like almost like hecklers in the crowd. Yeah. Is ever all the extra things that you'll kind of hear. Yeah. Okay. Forgot about this. I'm excited. No, let's, I bet you do it just as good. Yeah. Maybe not. Just go for it. I am so happy to be here. I can't believe I'm hosting Saturday Night Live. Kristen, this this is an SNL. Um, well, it is Saturday night, and this is live, and it's my fucking birthday. So, <laughs> Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for coming to my birthday party. Yes, it's a comedy show, and no, I'm not a comedian, but people laugh with me, or at me. It's That's unclear. <laughs> but, like... On social media, I always see, Kristen, I didn't know you were a comic. And I'm like, well, no, no, I'm not. This is my birthday party. And I needed an outlet other than Periscope. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. TPT. To force an audience to hear me talk. Speaking of vain, I'm on a reality show on Bravo, Vanderpump Rules. You know, basically, we're a bunch of narcissistic assholes who get drunk on the drinks we should be serving. Well, not me. Technically, I was fired. But still, I'm raising the bar this season, and everyone else just works behind one. (laughs) Okay, so, yes, I've made a few mistakes. Tom, Jax, James. I mean, do you ever just look at someone and think, thank God I was drunk? 
listen, I don't pretend to be anything I'm not, like sober. I like to drink. (laughs) And, you know, I guess some people still call me Crazy Kristen, but you know what? I've changed my phone number. Now they can't call me anymore. Also, people think that the show isn't real. Hey, uh, Kristen, we found your script for next week. That's not mine. No, it is. Actually, it has your name on it, and it's highlighted. Yeah, your handwriting is on every page, and next to each line saying, be less crazy. Okay, these are my friends. They're amazing stand-up comics, and now my former friends. Love you, and I'm just saying that because it's written in my script. Uh, well, so, someone's saying it to me in here. Rachel, you have a line in here too, but they call you a uh, rent-a-friend. <laughs> uh, that's a typo. It should say her only friend. Suck a dick. Rachel O'Brien, everyone. Brilliant stand-up comedian and my real best friend. <laughs> that is not scripted. So did I mention it's my birthday month? I love presents. Everybody keeps asking me, Kristen, what do you want for your birthday? So for those of you who didn't reply to my Evite, I am registered at BevMo and Liquor Locker. And Betty Ford. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I plan on getting really fucked up tonight. Blah, blah, blah. We have a great show. And then Let's shout that. out to all the people that Avery did our show. Avery Pearson. Love him. Oh, he's just, I forgot. Scout Derwood. Jack, Jack Jr. Vinny Oshana. Oh, that's so cool. And Josh Adam Myers. Uh, that was, I think that's actually very good. So y'all, it was better than the Yay. one you saw on TV. Hey, cheers. <laughs> I think that's good. Uh, now I miss it. I think we should bring it back, honestly. It is your birthday month now. I know. How many years? Two or three years later? Three. What does it say here from the 2016? Holy shit. Time flies, man. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Okay, Kristen, do you know what's crazy? What? The FDA. Other than me. Yeah, other than you. <laughs> the FDA doesn't require major brands, and we're talking about tampons here, to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients that are in their feminine care products. Wait, so most what? of them don't. Yeah. Dude, I need to know what goes in my vagina. Yeah, exactly. But Lola, the best tampon and feminine care brand in the world they offer complete transparency about their ingredients that are found in the tampons pads liners and wipes like major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products including rayon and polyester and their feminine care products may be treated with harsh chemicals and cleansing agents fragrances and dyes but lola's are 100 organic with no added chemicals fragrances synthetics or dyes 100 organic cotton and lola just makes your month a little bit easier it's super cute it comes in the chic little packaging and i love the quote on it dude it says dude anything to make my month easier yeah let's be real right and there's a little quote on the inside of the box that says uh i love this, a good quote you do it says this too shall pass but until it doesn't we're here for you <laughs> cutest <laughs> yes. thing ever yeah it's amazing so they make your month easier because they have a subscription that is fully customizable you can choose your mix of products mix of absor- absorbency number of boxes and frequency of delivery Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. It's founded by women for women. And now they offer cleansing wipes that are safe for use anywhere on your body. They're biodegradable, and they have individual packaging for on the go, you know, throw it in your purse, you know, let's say you're on a date, whatever, you know what I mean? Let's say you're at the Fleetwood Mac concert when I started my period and freaked out, remember that? Yes, If I had Lola in my purse, life would have been easy. A lot better. So... When you customize the boxes, you can choose, you know, if you want tampons or pads, your absorbency, you decide how many boxes are delivered to your door and the frequency. And I have an offer for my listeners. Guys, Lola is really, really life-changing. For 40% off of all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter be here 40 when you subscribe. That's 40% off of all subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter be here 
40 for 40% off guys, mylola.com and enter be here 40 when you subscribe. Okay, so speaking of your birthday, we are going to Nashville. Yeah, buddy. I'm so excited. How many times have you been to Nashville now? It was just my first time last week for my show. What? Yeah, I was and I was I was there for less than 24 hours. I got there at like 11 a.m. I missed the morning news show I was supposed to do because my flight was delayed from Chicago, which really sucked. Um, but I was exhausted anyways. I was would be like would have been like rolling in, and then I left at 6:30 a.m. the next day to come back to L.A. Yeah, you yeah. did not. So get, I did like, not see it at all. Experience. Yeah, no, I basically just prepped for my show, did my show, and then we went out for like a drink, and then I went home. This is going to be so much. Have fun. you been to Nashville? Never. It's really, it's cool. I mean, again, I don't know that much about it. I had a blast at my show. Everyone was awesome. Um, and I and I met some cool people that live there that can maybe show us around too. Even better, yeah. yeah. If any of your listeners right now, like if y'all have like cool things to offer up or like good bars or specific spots we yes. should go to. We're only there for three nights and yeah. we're going to a concert. Yeah, DM us. I'm at Rachel yeah. N. O'Brien. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. Um, we're going February 26th through March, March 1st. Yes. And what are we going to see? Fleetwood Mac, baby. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I haven't seen them. When did we see them last? I mean, it's been two years, two summers ago, I think. Dodger Stadium. Oh, that's right. Duh. Mm-hmm. And Lindsey Buckingham was still with them. <sighs> I know. He's Moment not with silence. the band anymore. I know. I don't know. It's going to be weird to see them. It's and also, like, sending all of our, like, love and, and support to his fam right now. I know, yeah. He just had open heart surgery. and there's Open a voc- heart surgery? Yeah, that's how he had, like, vocal cord complications. I oh, don't- I thought the headline just said vocal cord. No, he had open heart surgery. Oh, and my then, God. however... I'm I'm unsure at this point, but however, whatever happened, some sort of complication affected his vocal cords. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I saw that Stevie Nicks posted on Instagram like a like a nice uh, note nice to him. Note. Oh, I didn't realize that part. I think I just read the headline and and just only read the vocal cord part for some reason. Yeah, I'm such a dick. I I read the part that only affected me, like his music. <laughs> God. Do you remember when we um, stalked him and he actually genuinely looked afraid of us? We were not very, we weren't, we didn't have a lot of money at that point at all, but we bought tickets to a charity event, right? Wasn't it like 150 bucks uh each? That we knew he was going to be Because we knew that he and his wife would be there and we're like, well, we could be just like the same as him on the same level. Yeah, we'll be cash, (laughs) whatever. We'll get dressed up and go to this art charity event. Yeah. What the and now I don't know like I'm sure he sees a million people in the audience right and you know there's a million people in the front row but so Kristen and I used to get um, free tickets to see Fleetwood Mac as long as we were in the front row and super excited to be there the A-team that's what they called us the A-team the A-team we we were told we had to which gladly we accepted the mission to stand directly in front of Lindsay Mm -hmm. and keep the energy up because Let's be honest. The people that can afford those tickets are not us. Yeah. They're like two or $3,000 seats or something yeah. like and that. And they're typically like older people, yeah. just older than us, that don't have the kind of energy to be like jumping up and down. Yeah, they're not like young girls freaking out about Lindsay. Yeah. And I'm sure Lindsay likes to see young girls freaking out about him. Yeah. He's like living back in the 70s. Yeah. You know, he's like, come on, bring it on. So we'd been to several concerts in the front row. We'd locked eyes with them, maybe shook his hand. I mean, we no, were. He signed my tambourine. Signed her tambourine. He's, we touched his hand. We played his guitar yeah like, strummed mm-hmm. it lightly yeah so we, we had it we had a, a very like um 
not romantic, but what's the word? Connected? What do you mean? We guess we were connected. We had like a relationship with him. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have connection. That okay. was that yeah. was in a friendly, music-loving, Band-Aid basis. Absolutely. Had he wanted to take it further? Not sure I would have turned it down. I don't know. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, Probably wouldn't have. He's way too old. Um, <laughs> but, uh... So there's a small chance he may have recognized our faces. I mean, I was really bummed that he just didn't look at us and go, oh, shit, wait, shit, I know you guys. No, he looked at us like, like holy we crazy shit, people. are those the girls that, I've, that have stood front row in my concert <laughs> several times and now they're standing in front of me in the flesh? Like, wh- we walked up to him and his wife. Yeah. She was not interested in us no. talking to and him. And I feel like he, I feel like in his like heart of hearts he's like should I protect my wife right now? Yeah, like what do I do? <laughs> do I do I take her and we we hit the floor and run or what do we do? Like these girls we had we had probably had a crazy look in our eye. What did we even our say to him? Our pupils were slightly larger and yeah. more black than usual. <laughs> just in, just crazed in the eye. I don't remember what we said. We were just He like, was not Hi. interested in talking to us. No. I do I, know I'm that. I'm pretty sure, to be honest, I'm pretty sure I like mumbled something about me having the same name as his wife. <laughs> good one. Way to get in. Way to relate. I have really good like one-liners when I first yeah. meet people. Way I'm to relate. I'm the most embarrassing human ever. I'm I was not, probably I'm like, good with that oh either. my God, Kristen, we have the same name. Good no. to see you guys. Like as if I know them. Good to see you. That's that's not that bad. Nice to see you. Like no, because, Chris Jenner, like saying no, hello you, to everyone I've ever met for the first time. No, because then you get in their head and they're like, "Oh, have I met them before?" You played like it's like psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. You say, "Nice to see you again." They're like, "Shit, how do I know her? Is she someone I should know? Does she work for my record company? Yeah. Is she the daughter of a rock star I know? You know?" I was like, no, man, we're on Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> and we just love your music. I love you've seen the show. It's it's pretty cool, Lindsay. You should check it out. Check it out. Here's a business card. Uh, yeah, he looked at us like we were insane. Yeah. So the reason we are going to Nashville, because they did play in Los Angeles, Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac, I just felt I had zero desire without Lindsay Buckingham mm-hmm. to see, for to put Rachel and I through that experience. I just, yeah. I don't think, I think we've it would have just tainted our memories. We've had such magical LA experiences of seeing them. At specifically at the forum too, mm-hmm. which is where they were playing a, a venue in LA. So yeah, I just I thought I just wasn't going to see them at all. Mm-hmm. And then I found out they were playing in Nashville, and I'm like, well, shit, it's like the city of music. Mm-hmm. We've never been there. That would be super fun, and it would not taint our wonderful memories mm-hmm. of seeing the original Fleetwood Mac. I'm so excited. the main Fleetwood Mac together. Now it's a huge group of us going. Um, one of which is Stassi. Like Twenty people. Yeah, one of which is Stassi, and. I'm a little concerned she's not going to know one Fleetwood Mac song. So we're mm-hmm. going to need to like send her like Spotify playlists, daily reminders. Otherwise, she's going to be real confused. That's such a good idea. <laughs> because we it's not to, like, show tunes. We to her iTunes so when she's like playing Alexa from home, yeah. it, just, it just jumps in there. We could just like ask little Bo dreams, to keep like doing it. Chain. Yeah. Let's get her really into it before. She will. She yeah. loves a good theme. So I think she'll give it a good whirl. Mm-hmm. And um, Brittany, actually, yesterday, Brittany Cartwright, I was with her, and she asked me if I would, like, create a playlist for her. So she was oh, like, I'm good. sure that I know it, but, like, in case I don't, I want to just, like, really enjoy the concert and be aware of all the songs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Brittany's a team player. So, absolutely. So am I the only non-couple person going? You are not. Luckily, because we have 20 effing people coming. Oh, shit. Um, Wait, so it's Bowen and Stassi. Mm-hmm. You and Carter, uh, Brittany and Jax, uh, Randall and Lala, uh, Katie and Schwartz. And then my mom and her boyfriend, mm-hmm. 
my niece, my best friend Amy, my friend Mary, all from back home. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my best friend Jeff, who lives in Florida, mm-hmm. who's my godson's dad. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful. So I'm I'm flying him there. And then my partner from James May, Megan, my best friend Janine. Oh, okay. My friend Joe. Okay, so I'm not I'm no, not like we, we have a lot of chicks. We got a lot of chicks coming in okay. and one single dude. Okay, sweet. Okay, so there's a huge group going. Yes. Okay, that makes me feel better. And frankly, I'm going to be experiencing Nashville for the first time with you guys. Like, I didn't really get to see anything at all. We just have to stick together because you think I'm a good travel person, except for Copenhagen. And it is. Did you just say you think I'm a good travel person? Yes, I know that you think I'm a good travel partner, other than Copenhagen. I'm trying to think if I've you ever. You and I have traveled together four billion times. Yeah, our very early travel memories. I remember you being very pleasant. Yeah. Just I'm trying Copenhagen, to think. I was bad. Um, it is such a big group. What I, I mean, want for the group. There's, and a what few, I, there's a few other, but. I just feel like I'm going to share my location mm-hmm. with all of you guys. You'll always know that I'm safe. But literally, if anyone, if it gets to be too many people for. That's a big pack a, to roll in. I just think that everyone just needs to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. As long as everyone goes to that damn concert. Yeah. And everyone Because what are we going to go to 20 after? person dinners? How does that even work? Yeah, no, I don't want that. I'm literally like just. I say literally one more time, smack me in the face with your microphone. Yeah, you just drew attention to it. I didn't I even notice it. I just want everyone to have the best time, whatever that means for them. And we all go to this show together. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I don't want 20 person dinners. I'll probably be annoyed by it. I don't know why I'm stressed think, about a 20 person dinner right now. I just think now. we should split up and do whatever. And if yeah, we all want to have we... dinner at the same place, we can do a bunch of four tops. Okay. I like you know, that I'm more mostly concerned with the food. I'm like, where am I eating like, and how am yes. I eating and what is it going to be How are we going to do a 20 person dinner and how long will it take me to eat? Yeah. Well, I care <laughs> a lot about obviously what I eat. It's my favorite thing to do. I um, think it's going to be so much fun because it is what I've heard. It's such a cool city that has like so many cool bars and karaoke places and bands playing mm-hmm. that it's so easy to just sort of split up and be like, oh, oh yeah, six people want to go this bar, four of us go to this bar, ten go to that bar. We'll meet up later. Absolutely, and I think that most it's it's there's a ton of live music to see like all that. Like, is it Broadway? Is that the music street? I don't know. Forgive yeah, me, guys. I, I kind I know of keep I was hearing just something about Broadway. Yeah, and then the the friends that I met through Natasha Pearl Hansen, they own a bar, so I'd love to go there. They were like the coolest people. Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I, and I think we too, uh, we have different sleep schedules and we also have different like music tastes, although it's going to be a lot uh, of like Yeah, country. I 100% have the most opposite sleep schedules. I just want people. everyone to just do what they want to do. Dang it. If, you, if I go to bed early, you can't yell at me. I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay, cool. I'm going to do what makes me happy. But if we're, yeah, you can't yell at me if I need to go to bed early. No, not at I'm all. I'm a sleeper. You know that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I'll try. I'll really try. I'm mm. doing the keto diet. I have more energy on it. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, you know, I've been chilling on the, the Adderall. So oh, like, did I you just have develop a stutter a, there? Adderall. I've been chilling on it, so I, I, I'm preferring this whole like wake up early, go to bed early type thing. Unless I have yeah. like a shit ton of work to do that I can't like focus on. Yeah, it's kind of my jam. I just, yeah, I don't know. Um. So okay. So total side note. So I wanted to ask you because I accidentally. Um, last night crashed a Grammy party at Sunset Marquee. Good for you. Not, not, not on purpose. It was just, so my friend Sabrina was visiting and, um, she, she's done the podcast before you guys have heard for her many times. And, um, so she was visiting and so I want to take her to Sunset Marquee because she's into rock and roll like Kristen and I are. And that's like the rock and roll hotel in LA. And it's also Grammy weekend. And so I was like, wait a minute, was last night the Really big Sunset Marquee party that I read about in Daily Mail. What, oh, was it? Wait, what? Hold the fuck. Uh, 
I swear, unless I... Damn it, she just looked it up, and it was Jennifer Aniston's 50th birthday at Sunset Tower. So different hotel. Similar names. Yeah. So Sabrina and I went there, and we were dressed like, not like slobs, but we were like in jeans and like, you know, I had like a hooded sweatshirt under like a leather jacket, and I mean, like heeled boots on, but we just were not like cocktail attire, obviously. Yeah, you were like street style. Yeah. And so we're hanging out at the outside bar and just sort of like people watching. And then I sort of started to notice, like, I feel like we're like amongst someone's party. And, um, and then I saw Jackie Schimmel's husband, Andrew, and he was like, oh my God, you guys here for the, it was like, he was like, I forget. It was like red machine. It's some label. I don't know. Uh, party. And I was like, it was like a big time Grammy music party. And I was like, no. He's like, oh, okay, cool. We're just like talking. And then Jackie Schimmel walked up and she was like, you realize you're fully crashing a fucking party right now. I was like, well, cool. Bring it on. Um, so they ended up having to leave, uh, because they were going to another party. And so like Sabrina and I just like kept hanging out. And then I found a room where they had like tray past appetizers and snacks. And I just like walked up and I started eating and like you just found your home. You fully crashed a party. And considering that you are, um, like an expert party crasher at this point, or at least perceived that way on Vanderpump Rules. I was wondering if you could give my listeners your top five tips for how to crash a party. Well, how did you feel? How did I feel about it? That's what I want to know first. Um, Well, I felt like, holy shit, I hope I like meet my future husband who's like a rock star or a country singer or something. So it was a positive feeling. Yeah, but no one talked to us. um, So that didn't happen. Uh, And oh, Billy Bob Thornton was there. And both Sabrina and I were like, I really love him. I let him. Billy Bob Thornton hit I on really me. I really love him, yeah. But we saw him for like a second and then it looked like he like went up to his room. I know, that would have been cool to talk to him. That would have been really cool. But he's cool. a little cray. He used to wear a vial of blood around his neck. That's like, true. But love is love, I you know what I mean? think he was like an ex-addict. Can't, and I can't measure can't love. That. It's up to them at how they love. Yeah, that's true. Love blood, is Blood, flowers, that's chocolates. True. That's true. You like flowers, you eat them. And <laughs> um, so anyways... Um, so I felt like I felt hopeful and I felt I like free shit. I felt excited about the free stuff. And, you know, you didn't really crash it. You accidentally we ended in, up yeah. somewhere that you were not actually invited to. So you actually just you were fortunate. Yeah. And to I to be in the right place. At I didn't the right think time. we were going to get found out. Yeah. Uh, thank God. No one like walked up to us and they were like, so what do you do here? Are you a musician or whatever? That was good. Like no one like questioned us. So we just got to kind of mingle among. Yeah, you look like, cool. You just look cool. And maybe because we were so dressed down, it was jacket. like, oh, they're they're here. They're Dude. music industry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gigi Hadid would have wore the same damn thing. Absolutely. Okay, so so your first question is how do we feel? But I want to know, so like, is your number one tip, don't give a fuck? Yeah, I think if you, I mean, like, I would never crash like a party of people that I'm completely unaware of who is throwing it. Well, you can't do that now because you're like a known person. They, yeah, but that I just would wouldn't. Like, like, I would be, I would just feel t- like there's just other shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I were meant to be at that party, if that party were that important for like mm-hmm. my journey yeah. <laughs> in this lifetime, yeah. I, I would have been able to go. Yeah. But you know, then there are those parties, those little shindigs, those little nuggets. Mostly on Vanderpump Rules. Mostly that are at, Pump, Tom, Tom, Sir, perhaps that I would like to go to, and you know the the Queen Bee of VPR likes to keep me away from. So those, even if it's at her own home, mm-hmm. I will gladly crush. You actually I have no shame. Did accept that you couldn't go to the Daily Mail party this last time though. You didn't even try. Yeah, I did that for Tom and Tom. Yeah, not for Lisa. Okay, because had it 
it, had it not have maybe had a negative effect on like Tom and Tom's relationship with her or just even like I don't think she could ever blame them for that but just maybe a backlash of emotion because she was obviously frustrated with that night if it had a backlash onto Tom and Tom mm-hmm. I would have felt like horrible so I would have rather don't understand why she then. cares so much. I know maybe I'm actually her favorite and she like doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, she's playing hard to get. You she think? cares so much about what that, I do. Do you know that she still doesn't treat me very nicely and it's probably still because it's of because you? of me or she just no, there's no way she truly doesn't remember me. She has met me. 25 times at least Rachel and you've been filming on Vanderpump Rules since season three I mean I don't film that frequently but still she even so she knows I, I had a long conversation for fuck's sake yes Stassi and I helped her pick out lipstick one day no that w- well I've seen her Nima Marcus twice, twice. the first time she she d- was pretended not to know me on was yeah weird yeah. I don't understand that you know I really don't I, like a friend of mine was saying this the other day um well shout out Jeff Dye uh-huh. was saying this the other day like why do people feel like cool being like oh I don't even have a tv like I don't even watch that show the way Lisa is kind of like oh like I don't even know who you are or like what is that or like just yeah. this like beneath you like you don't sound cool yeah you actually sound well I like, actually don't watch tv and I'm, I'm I'm more embarrassed about it though you have a tv though and you do watch and I literally like, digital things you watch like now Netflix I'm saying literally and Hulu it. Sort of. Like no, that. I'm just saying. You know my no, point. There's if like you don't weeks. have a TV, that's totally cool. If that's not your jam, that's totally fine. Yeah. But it's the, it's the way that people do it. Like, oh, I don't. Oh no, I've never been there. Like that makes you cool. Yeah. You don't watch this show because it makes you look better than people. Totally. Like the way Lisa is being like acting as if she doesn't remember you when we all clearly know yeah. she's very fucking aware of exactly who you are. Yeah. She has probably looked up your Instagram or her people have. Like. Yeah. It doesn't make someone better to try to belittle someone else. I've actually stopped. And that even, is my issue with Lisa yeah, Vanderpump. I've stopped saying hi to her or because I, I, I refuse to be like we've met before. So now like the last time I was at Tom Tom um, with, you know, Katie and, and Tom and like having dinner or whatever. And they, they walked up to say hi to her. And Schwartz was like, hey, you know, Rachel. And she kind of was like, and I was just sort of like, hey. Like, I was like, I'm not going to be like, hi, how are you? I'm like, you're just going to pretend like you don't know me or. Yeah. And it's like, and what, it's and not I, like hurtful in a way that it like actually makes you feel oh, sad. What, but it's like, sh- it's just shitty energy. Oh, like, no, I could care less. Actually. No, wait, no. Like, but I'm saying to it's me, just, it's laughable. I'm like, it's shitty energy that cool? none of us deserve to even even have to come in contact with. Yeah. To not care about that. Is, yeah. That's how I feel. You know what? I don't know if I've ever said this on a podcast, but I'm going to say it <laughs> just like a, another. You know what? OK, let me preface it with this. I think Lisa Vanderpump is a fantastic businesswoman. I respect her, although it sounds like I don't. I do. I respect her for starting Vanderpump Rules. I think she has built an empire with Housewives, with all of her restaurants. She works her fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. The way she smart. is with Yulin and having Vanderpump Dogs. So let me just preface and I that. And do, I do love that, this, that about but her, too. my story is, this is a great example. She will belittle me in any given case that she ever has any opportunity that is a you know that is in her power she will belittle me except one day when back back way back when when we worked at sir when mm-hmm. i worked at sir and you may know the story i think i do and i, I think i like it and, and i was I'm sitting forgetting. on the patio at actual sir restaurant with katie maloney and we're in our san tropez dresses and <laughs> it's, it's like a saturday we're off really early and a dear friend of mine named Seth MacFarlane mm-hmm. came up 
to Sir with a friend of his, and they were like in Beverly Hills, West Hollywood, whatever. So they just like popped in. It was very nice to do. This is pre Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. but during Housewives. Okay. And we're the four of us, Seth, Katie, and a friend of his and I are sitting on the patio saying hello, having a quick drink. And Lisa Vanderpump comes just fucking darting over to our table, pulls up a chair at our table. <laughs> and I'm like pissing my pants. I'm stuttering. I'm, I don't know what's happening. Why is she sitting here? And she immediately is like, oh, darling, hello. Oh, Seth. Oh, and he's like, oh. and he literally says to her face like, oh, yeah, aren't you a desperate housewife of Los Angeles. Uh-huh. That's what he said. Are you? Aren't you a desperate housewife of Los Angeles? And I'm like, I'm gonna. Oh I shit! Can't. And she just laughed. She just laughed. Offered oh, them a drink. Oh my god! Eventually got up. And Katie and I the whole time were like, like squeezing each other's knees under the table, like sweating, palm sweating, like. And then just I just I laughed. I could not. It was the funniest. Because she was normally never nice to you. Never. Never. Why before the show, if she didn't like you, did she not fire you? Because I understand why. Because I'm good for the show. Yeah, but this is before the show. Yeah, but even before the show, it was I was a great waitress. The yeah, thing is yeah. When the show didn't matter. I was really good at my job. Yeah, you were hard working. I was the best at my job. That's the nicest she's ever been to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. So it all goes back to the whole people being nice to people to gain things, but not being nice just to be kind. Yeah. Well, just it's be kind. It's, it's like also, so much more fun and it feels so good oh, to totally just agree. smile at a stranger, like be nice to the, if people are assholes, just stay away from them. Yeah. It's easy. Some people need to learn to be nicer or better people. And think about it. Could listening to a book on tape maybe make you a better parent or a better leader or a better person? Could listening to motivating fitness programs get you fit? Could listening inspire you to start something new? With Audible, you get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. I mean, for us, maybe we read a rock and roll book before we go to Fleetwood Mac, right? Or listen to it. I love a good inspirational book on tape. I'm not going to lie. We've both been kind of in in, in that inspirational mood lately. I'm definitely clicking on that category. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. And now with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made for its members. You can choose three titles every month, one audiobook, and two Audible Originals. You can't hear anywhere else. Audible members also get access to exclusive audio fitness programs to start the new year off on the right foot. So like when I'm traveling, I could just listen to an Audible fitness track and hopefully get in or stay in shape. Plus it's exclusive and that's kind of badass, right? It really is. Audible has the most inspiring minds, the most compelling stories. The best place to listen, guys, you got to get started with a 30-day trial. And I have an offer for my listeners. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash while or text while to 500-500 and listen to some books for a change, you know? Hells yeah. We're always driving in our cars a lot or, you know. If you're not listening to this podcast, if I'm not listening to your podcast or one of my friends, I listen to audiobooks. So yeah. I think I'm on board with this. Makes things easier. So just go to audible.com slash while or text while to 500-500 and listen for a change. Well, and it's also like, I mean, technically, I mean, I don't really believe in status and that's why like I'm not, I don't really care if she doesn't talk to me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm 0% impressed uh, by 
Yeah, I, I hope you don't I'm think I meant that. I just mean that she, you deserve kindness just oh, like okay. any other oh, human. Oh, I, I know you didn't mean it like that. Rather I'm than just, disrespect, but I know you don't give a shit, and that's why I love I mean, you. Whatever. It's, it is what it is. But let's just say technically in the world of, you know, status, Lisa Vanderpump is at a higher status than both of us, you know? Oh, hell yeah. She's got more money. She's more established. She's whatever. She has her shit together. Yeah. So her being, you know, belittling to someone who's beneath her is like, kind of low it's like yeah what are you doing this doesn't make you any better trust no, me not at all. yeah i just i find it and it's also you never know especially if you're a calculating person which i'm not i'm just i'm a nice person you also no, never know though one day like i truly believe i'm going to be an oscar winner like i write i i'm an actor i'm a comedian like fuck yeah, yeah. manifest that destiny one, yes 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 one day she may want to call upon me for something and i might be like who are you yeah, I don't know. no, I would be nice, of course, because I don't really care. Are. But like, and, and again, like, not to just be like, this is like a rip fest on Lisa. It's just no. She obviously I'm has not saying anything bad about no, her. You're I, not. We're saying we. Res- <laughs> no, you're saying wonderful. You things. actually said you respect her. She, I do. All you're I saying is you're saying I she's, think she's fantastic. I just have a really big issue with people that try to be little people beneath them or make people feel that way. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if you are, we all know she is like yeah. she, she's rich. She's powerful. She has an amazing husband. Mm-hmm. She has 4 million animals. Like she is living the fucking dream. Yeah. I, those are goals. AF. Mm-hmm. I aim for that, but don't make me feel like shit in the process because yeah. you know, it is. I, yeah. It just, I just don't think it's kind and I'm fucking over it. It's my, it's my least favorite feeling to know that I hurt someone's feelings. Like I, I can't, I can't do I, it. Yeah. You I and would, I are so the same like that. Very much so. I would much rather have my feelings hurt cause I'll get over it. You know, that's fine. But I, I can't get over if I know I hurt someone else's feelings it really bothers me. I've actually called people, not called it's people. I've you're tried, a kind human. Well, thanks. I have found like, you know, you do like casual kind of like riffing on the audience, you know, when you're stand up in front row. But, but it's funny. Oh it's, yeah, that it's all is, in and good that fun. is. But there was one You're time hurt anyone. There was one time where I could tell I hurt the person's feelings, and I called the Can next day. Can you tell day, me what? Do you remember what happened? Not really. He was a guy with long hair, and I maybe made fun of that. But it was, it was something that was. It he didn't react well to, it, but it wasn't like he got angry. It just I could just see in his face he he looked sad. He almost like it was almost like you hit a button that maybe was like an insecure thing Something. for him. But like, how, how are you to know though? Well, I mean, they come, you come, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to defend the comedy side of it. Like yeah. you go to a comedy show, people are too fucking sensitive. Yeah. If you're going to a comedy show, just accept what you're going to hear. Yeah. You don't have to agree with all of it or like all of it. Yeah. As long as it's not like gross and like too gnarly. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I mean, there are limits. Yeah. But, but like, what the fuck are you guys supposed to like? It's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I could just tell I heard his feelings. And, and I think what I said was not even particularly that funny. Like it was just fairly unnecessary. And so the next day I felt really bad about it. So I called the club and I asked for a list of every single person that bought tickets. And then I searched all those people's names on Facebook to try to find him. And he must've gotten like a comp ticket or something. I couldn't find him with the intent of sending like an, I'm sorry message. Like I did not. Where mean was to hurt the your show? Is it the Hollywood improv in the lab? Like recently? No, it was like probably two years ago. Oh my God, if you're listening, will you just freaking DM Rachel or like tweet her or something <laughs> and just say it was you or like your boyfriend, your husband, your best friend, yeah, your cousin. Yeah, it was at the 88 so show. So she can, she can let go of this guilt and oh, just I say mean, I, it didn't I, I, hurt my feelings and I appreciate that. You put all that work into it though? Yeah. That is really cool. Well. That's something I would do. Though. That's why you're my BFF. Well, you probably would have found him though. See, I need your I like stalking skills. Hard. Yeah. 
I mean, I gave up. I mean, what was I supposed to do after I got the list? I, that's so well, kind. I also called called Avery, who was like the host and the booker of the show, and I shout asked out him. Avery Pearson. Yeah, this is a second shout out. This is the Avery Pearson <laughs> podcast. And I, I I asked if he knew that person was, and he was like, no, I'm sorry, I don't. But he's like, it's not a big deal, and it's a comedy show. And I was like, all right, cool. Just want to make Which sure. Which I totally agree with him, but I think it's very endearing and shows like your your character that you would care that much that if that person went home and thought like, oh, my hair, oh, it's not your responsibility. Mm-hmm. He came to a damn comedy show, but yeah. it's very sweet and kind that you would care that much to like make sure you were like, dude, just, you know, no hard feelings. I was yeah. just joking around. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, okay. Well, let's wrap it up soon, but what's next with James Mako? I got a, I got a, a question from a, a listener asking if you're planning to do any V necks or scoop necks, are those coming out? Cause they really would like to buy them. Yeah. You guys, I'm going to, I, we do get a lot of requests about the, about the good old V neck. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I have like 2006 like PTSD about the American Apparel V-neck. Why? Because Jacks would wear like deep V's every single day. I, that's pretty much exactly. That's probably why. why. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jackson Co. Like yeah. just the people we used to run with. It's yeah. like Ledoux Wednesdays. It's mm-hmm. a club in Hollywood that used to be, and it just was like the deep V's. The deep V's can't handle that's it. Literally, anymore. all guys. So wore. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say with c- quite with conviction that the deep V will not come back. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with James May. But I will say we are, so our Moto Tees, we're getting back February 15th. I know we've been sold out for a really long time. Ooh, and we that's love exciting. you guys. They are, they, they, they're shipped from Guatemala. They're hand cut and sewn. So it does take a little bit of time. And we were pleasantly surprised by, you know, the amount of sales that we had in January. So we're sorry we didn't keep up. We're doing our best. And we're also working on new body types to, meaning body styles as mm-hmm. far as the, the cuts are concerned. So maybe a different classic tee or something flowy or just something to please everyone. Cool. So we're working all of that right now and, and hopefully we'll have some better answers for you in the next few Do you weeks. think you'll ever do hoodies? You know, I'm obsessed with hoodies. Yeah. Hoodies is something I'm like super obsessed with too. Yes. Please. Make do you a think hoodie. we should do a zip hoodie or a pullover? Because mm, I feel, I don't know if I, how I feel I about think a pullover, hoodie. I think a pullover for your style. Yeah. yeah. I think a pullover for your style. And I actually saw this, this photo, um, also shout out to whoever even asked that so thank you and we're i always want to hear y'all's opinions and and what you want for your body type or for your friends or where you live because it's different everywhere yeah and i could probably find her name all right found her name it was nikki lynn who asked the question but kristen i have an idea for your unless i'm like totally ripping this off and it was something um that it's like a famous brand but i i screenshot it and saved this so, oh, it's actually from the Sunset Marquee. That's funny. Who also, this is so embarrassing. So the, so Sabrina and I stopped by the sun, Mar- Sunset Marquee both nights that she was here, right? Um, I wasn't I wasn't drinking uh, because I just, I have an audition next week and I just want to look good. And She's trying to be all fresh-faced and shit. I'm drinking wine all on my own. Yeah. <laughs> and, I made her um, take one sip. I'm like, we just try the fucking Witches of WeHo wine? It's actually really good. And for it someone, won't affect your skin if you just take one sip. <laughs> well, and I'm not a big white wine person, but I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. So thank you. So anyways, I, um, so we had stopped by 7-Eleven because I'm doing the keto diet and I got pork rinds, which I'm sure you find disgusting because I had planned. You're foul. I know I'm gross. And because and because I had planned to like after I showed Sabrina Sunset Marquis, let her have a drink or whatever to come back and we were just going to watch movies and I wanted a snack. All right. So 
Um, we were in line at 7-Eleven and I bought pork rinds and two lottery tickets. And the guy behind us was... <laughs> Who are you? He could not stop laughing. He was Eugene like, Oregon. He was like, that's the weirdest purchase I've ever seen. He got to the point where he was like, I can't wait to tell people at work tomorrow what I just witnessed these two girls do. It was like, not that big of a deal. But anyways... Where we, How did you not Instagram story at that moment? I, I did. So I we walked to Sunset Marquee. And first of all, Instagram, just my bag of uh, lottery tickets and um, chincharones. And then when we got to Sunset Marquee, and it's like everyone's super fancy. Again, it's Grammy weekend. And I'm walking around <laughs> with a 7-Eleven bag of pork rinds. And so I Instagram it and I tag Sunset Marquee in it. Sunset Marquee reposted it on their insta story shut your fucking it's the mouth. only post they had that night was just my embarrassing bag of like pork rinds and i wrote back with like a crying laughing face and they were like huh oh. that like, is brilliant yeah so anyways the the sweatshirt design that i found it was actually on their instagram and i don't know if this is someone's actual but the back says rock and roll saved my soul isn't that so cool it, first i bought that i don't know is it someone famous i just don't know or a famous designer Hold your, hold the phone. Dang it! I think it's like a real designer. Would but would we be no? But rock and roll stealing? saved my soul. Just they change, can't. Just change they some can't. wording around. No, they don't own that. It's from a song. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't own that. But the fact that they're using it means I can use it too. It's. I just don't think because they don't so have enough cool. followers to think that they probably bought like they paid licensing. For okay, that. cool. But we're saying all this on my podcast. But who knows? Whatever, I talk about this shit all the time. <laughs> the fact that I did Oh My My, Oh Hell Yes and did not put any more lyrics because then Tom, Tom Petty's people can't sue me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there you go. I find ways to use lyrics. Okay. did So did you like check that out with your lawyer that that was cool? No, I just sort of like figured it out. You can kind of figure out like what you can use and what you can't mm-hmm. and what's like going to be trademarked or licensed. Yeah. It's not that hard to okay. do. And it's not like we're yet a multi multi-million dollar company or you something. will be yeah we will put I'm it out there that shit. put it out there just like but I'm i think it doesn't really way. affect them we're not taking like merch away from them yeah it's not we're not like impending on like their trademarked logo yeah by any means yeah it's not actually like like so i um i'm friends with um Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother. I haven't, well, I haven't talked to him in forever, but he's I'm, wonderful. Yeah. I was friends with him and we're still friendly. I'm sure Rich, he moved and whatever. Anyways. Um, when I was at second city, there was a, a kid, um, in my class wearing a shirt that had Chris Farley on it, probably like a saying. So I took a photo of it from afar and I sent it to Kevin and he immediately wrote back, like, go up and ask him where he got that shirt. And I'm pretty sure the kid said target. And then I'm pretty sure Kevin was not happy about it. I wonder about Target all the time. Because I think it was something that Target literally has like, sorry to interrupt you, but like, no, that I, you like took the, you took my thoughts out of my brain. Yeah. I wonder about Target because you go there and they have like Beatles, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And I doubt, I mean, they should be paying royalties to his, the Farley family. And I'm, I'm guessing based on his reaction that like, they're not seeing money from Target or something. I don't know. He didn't specifically say it, but it seemed like he he seemed upset. The the vibe was off. Mm -hmm. Like totally "Hmm," wasn't aware of that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I I wonder about that all the time. We're just always, we're just cautious because we're like a small company of seven months and I don't want to be sued, but I really want to use as much as I can yeah. to just to pay homage to like these wonderful bands in this mm-hmm. life that you and I love, like love it records and classic rock and like the seventies, the late sixties, early seventies, mm-hmm. whatever late seventies. Fuck it. Yeah. But it's very tricky without, you know, I mean, I wish I could use 
everything that had to do with any of them, but yeah. they deserve to make money off of that. Mm-hmm. That, that was their trademark. I, I can't imagine because I'm, we're already seeing people rip off James May. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. <gasps> what? How Arturity, are you? Tea, always choose dare. Like, How are oh, you seeing them? So Where do you see it? Uh, honestly, Megan, my partner is like really good at finding it out. She Googles it a lot just to see it. Oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. Show there's me later. so many people ripping us off already, but at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, what are they, they're charging how much a shirt they're going to make. They make a thousand bucks. You know what? They made a thousand bucks. Good for them. Big deal. It, yeah. As long as they're not like acting as if it's their brand or they're acting as if it's like you're their. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that yeah. I have something to do with it. Yeah, like totally. everyone needs a job. Everyone needs to make money. Yeah. It, it's not upsetting me. Yeah. Totally. Good for them. Yeah. Flattery is the highest compliment. Is that what it is? Is the sincerest form of, wait, copy? Oh God, we don't know this. Cool. Flattery is the sincerest form of, (laughs) no, it's not, it's, it's something is the sincerest form of flattery. Why are we suck at this? I don't know. Well, let's wrap it up. Someone will, you guys will message us and let us know how we got that wrong. Um, Kristen, tell everyone where they can find you. I'm sure they already know, but Kristen Doty. Um, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-D-O-U-T-E on everything. And then James May, M-A-E dot C-O. Buy my t-shirts. Please and, do. Uh, which is a Boohoo wine. Awesome. All right. Thanks for doing this. Bye. Love you.